Um, as far as the people running, I ah, man, I don't know. You got Elizabeth Warren. You got Cory Booker. You got Kamala Harris. You got Kristen Gillibrand. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard. I got it right now with the people I'm looking at. Kirsten Gillibrand is probably really. Yeah. Who is she again? She's a senator in New York. Mm. Blonde page boy haircut. Why her? She's smart. Oh, so is Kamala Harris. True. Yeah, I. there are things about Kamala Harris that I don't... You didn't like about her laughing about the parents that had to pay money to, when their kids were truant? Right. She's a really enthusiastic prosecutor in her day, so I'd... Yeah, I, I mean, listen, you know, listen, no one's going to be perfect, you know. Oh, yeah. Except for Bernard Sanders, if he decides to run, and... I don't understand. Dude, why does everybody seem to hate Elizabeth Warren now? I don't know. I like Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. I do, too. She's just not my favorite. Well, I know who your favorite is because of his dumb name, but... <laughs> no, I told you why. He's a Rhodes Scholar and a veteran. You think he could beat Trump? Yes. What about Cory Booker? <laughs> I'm so a... torn on that motherfucker. Sorry, Greg. <laughs> no, I saw a thing that... Uh... It said that Republicans were getting up in arms for uh, Obama running for a third term, and it had a picture of Cory oh, Booker. Oh, jeez. <laughs> hmm. Marianne Williamson. Is that Oprah's spiritual advisor, my greatest and oldest nemesis? Yeah, she's running. Fuck her. She is taken, <laughs> she's now the low on on this list. I thought... Uh, you, th you thought the Starbucks guy was the low? Yeah, nope, exactly. I don't know who you're talking about, but... Howard Schultz is so fucking transparent and what a, mm. and such a piece of shit. She's running as a Democrat. She is a what she is known for is being a spiritual guru and a best-selling New Age author. But is she against Medicare for all? Because uh, if she's not, know. then she's better than Howard Schultz. <laughs> it doesn't. I, I don't know anything about her except she's an idiot. <laughs> I think my favorite so far is Vermin Supreme. Oh, he's back? Is he running again? Yes. He's back. He <laughs> Libertarian this time, if not always. John McAfee is running again. Jesus. What about a good old... Uh, Lincoln Chafee? No, I can't think of his name. They call him the Black Lorax on Saturday Night Live. The rent is too damn high. Oh. <laughs> uh, don't he see was on him a anywhere. Vice thing about running. And yes, Jeff McAfee is insane. You are correct. I'm more... I can't figure out what you like about this guy. I'm going to have to investigate him more, Ian. And you think he could beat Trump? Oh, yeah. Is he good looking? I can't tell from this ca caption. Reasonable. Jimmy McMillan, thank you. <laughs> and uh, reasonably, yes. Better or worse than Beto O'Rourke? Um, I find him freakishly unappealing, <laughs> so that's tough. But he's in a punk rock band. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I'm pro-punk rock. I am so fucking torn on all these people. To be honest with you, I, there's like the ones I just want in a perfect world, and then the ones I'm like, I think this person could beat Trump. So, like, I feel like, like until Bernie runs, I think Elizabeth Warren's gonna be my pick. Bernie's gonna be so old, so old. Oh, so, so old. is Joe Biden, and I would vote for Joe Biden too. So, yeah, he's so old. <laughs> no, Bernie just <laughs> so, looks old. <laughs> That's your problem. Did you just did you just stave off our objection with? Your other favorite? Yeah. Like, how does that impact me? <laughs> because I know you guys I'm like, like I, I know you guys I like Joe Biden, too. <laughs> no one likes Joe Biden. Well, I like Joe Biden. And if it came Joe down Biden's to Joe Biden's a dirty kid toucher. Oh, come on. So he's a little handsy <laughs> with kids and women, but he's an old man. <laughs> there you go. Bernie is 77, Biden's 76. 
And Elizabeth Warren is 69, so. Well, our president's 72. <laughs> right. I would never vote for him. No. But I think oh, what the one think? person who could go toe-to-toe <laughs> with him verbally is Kamala Harris. Mm. That woman is well-spoken and can, and you know, because that prosecutional experience. Oh, sure. Debater. She, yeah. she can grill motherfuckers. Maybe. Way too often, it, maybe it's just her speeches, and it's not all the time, but way too often she gets too emotional. She starts, like, getting, raising her voice and getting, I, I, that turns me off. Well, Women. Listen, it's Does early. that make her a bad president? No, it's just that turns me off. It's just, I don't like that. I, I like logic arguments, not emotional. It's early. I mean, a year from now, we still won't even have a pick, right? Yeah. Agreed. I mean, the one piece of the puzzle that we haven't talked about, and we didn't talk about in the last election, and for the love of God we need to include, is somebody that actually understands how the world works. Yeah. Do any of them do? Um, I suspect most of them would be fine. Probably. I don't know if being the mayor of a small Indiana town, or a moderate Indiana town, gives you the experience, necessarily. It gives you an edge over Trump, though, I'll give you that. Absolutely. That's true. Yeah. That's true. You could edge out. Retired game show host. <laughs> it's possible. Local New York, <laughs> local New York scumbag Donald Trump. Welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, also known as the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, February 5th, 2019. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, uh, we talk about news and politics and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in, you can go to facebook.com slash profanearg or tweet at profanearg, or you can sign up on Patreon... And talk to us directly while we record. You can go to patreon.com slash profanearg or to our homepage and click the patron link. Sign up for one of the tiers uh, for a low monthly cost or create your own pledge. And it'll allow you to join us on our Discord channel where we record. And you can comment and talk to us as we record live. Uh, This week on the show, we will be talking about fake doctors in New Mexico and bullying billionaires. (laughs) But first, uh, I wanted to bring this up. I saw it and I thought it was I thought it was hilarious. Somebody made a drink. Actually, there are a couple drinking games for tonight because tonight Trump is giving the State of the Union address. Yeah. On that subject, we got to change the day that we record this show. <laughs> Tuesday's bad, man. It t- shit happens on Tuesday every month. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That is true. We might actually want to talk about that. See about setting <laughs> yeah. a different day. But um, okay. Yeah, because, I mean, State of the Union, every election is on Tuesday. I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't change. Maybe we should keep, you know. Well, if we did, like, a live thing where, like, we watched it, you know, did, like, a special show, and we were like, hey, we're going to watch it and comment, you know, so do, like, a second screen thing. But, you know, in other words, we just miss it. (laughs) True. (laughs) We would record during, yeah. Yeah. Well, I do have PolitiFact up, and I'm hopefully as they check things, uh, we'll get updates. I don't know. He was headed over the last I heard. He was headed to Congress. But uh, back to the drinking games. If you try to do this drinking game, I'm pretty sure you're going to end up in a coma or in a hospital. 
Uh, the first drinking game is if he, whenever you have to drink, whenever he says tremendous, wall, crisis, when he brings up an opponent, when he noticeably goes off prompter, uh, if there's extreme Republican clapping or a standing ovation, or there's a cut to an unhappy Democrat. Well, there's going to be one standing me? right behind them. <laughs> <laughs> well, it has to be a cut, though. Okay. <laughs> I don't think Pelosi. Boy, that, that seems count. like every possible scenario. Yeah. That seems like a really weighted drinking game. You right. better be drinking something low in alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you could add in radical, because now the radical left is his new thing. So if he mm. says radical. Right, right. Humanitarian, which I don't think he understands what that word means. No, obviously not, no. Yeah, he says it as like a negative. The other drinking game is like a you team. So you have a red team and a blue team. And anytime he says certain keywords, one team drinks. Like the, the red team has compromise, infrastructure, jobs, China, together, and strengthen. And uh, the blue team has crisis, wall, regulations, ISIS, alone, and threaten. Hmm. Mm. Oh, they also have community words, which were tremendous, billions, and bigly. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't done Bigly in a while. Yeah, I was just going to say, I could use a Bigly personally. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that's I, why it's a community word. <laughs> right. is, it, is it actually Bigly, or is he trying to say Big League? Mm, nobody really knows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what he's we, trying to do, we don't know. He definitely said Bigly. <laughs> oh, yeah, multiple times. Yeah. Oh, I love when... Uh, the, the one thing The Daily Show does good now <laughs> is they do the mashup of the year of all the words he fucked up <laughs> in speeches and everything like that. And they put the real world on the, the real word under him and then they cross it out and put what he said. <laughs> United Shesh. United Shesh of America. <laughs> now we should be nice to him. He's he's senile. <laughs> he is old. Very, very old. Very quickly on the State of the Union though, before before we move on. Yeah. What it is gotten to the point now, and I think this goes for everybody that nobody cares what he says because whatever he says is like just total and utter bullshit and could easily change the next day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so like, you know, like, even though I bitch and complain that we do things on Tuesday, I'm like, I don't really care what he's going to say. And I, I'm not even going to listen to it because it it's all fluff, you know, because it's all supposed to be about to him talking about unity and coming together and working together. But all that means is, will you please do what I want? Yeah. Unity is get behind me. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree with that. In fact, right before we started recording, we were watching CNN and Kasich. They had Kasich on, and he was like, you know, you can, what was his thing? He, an old man would use the phrase that, don't tell me, show me. He's mm. like, whatever he says here, you know, it depends on what he does tomorrow, not what he says here tonight. Right. So, Kasich, you're right, you're right on what Kasich was saying. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, I'm in line with him. <laughs> yeah. Like, the only thing that would interest me if there was, like, a hint, like, he might resign tonight. I'd be like, yeah. oh, in that case, I'm tuning in. Fuck this show. <laughs> well, I can tell you, so I'm following the hashtag SOTU on uh, Twitter, and so far, all they're showing is pictures of him and his tie is crooked. So, <laughs> it's a good start. <laughs> this is leaning left. <laughs> and it's still good. Wow. He's talking. Okay. Well, we'll see how PolitiFact keeps up with, with the uh, fact-checking. But the, I do actually have an article about the State of the Union. Uh, it's pre-State of the Union information, obviously. But the the article takes information from different surveys, uh, especially the Pew Research Center. 
and it talks about the political priorities. It asks people about what they think the priorities should be. And immigration is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ninth on the list. 51% said that they care about immigration. The top three are economy, healthcare costs, and education. Sure. Makes perfect sense. And the, the one thing they asked about climate change, there's a 43-point gap between wow. climate change. 74% of people who are Democrats who were surveyed said that they had needed to address climate change. 31% of Republicans. So there's your, there's your Trump base. Yeah, I see, like, and that they don't stand anything. To, they don't gain anything from that. Cold lobbyists. That's just them being like, well, he doesn't believe it, so I guess I don't believe it either. You know, right, I mean, right. I know why Trump doesn't believe it. Sure, and every, every every other Republican in office, but you know, the local guy down the street here, you know, with Confederate flags and Trump stickers, like, are climate change uh, regulations going to affect his life? Yeah, maybe for the yeah. better. Yeah. <laughs> So another big thing, healthcare. Sixty-nine percent said reducing healthcare costs should be a top priority. Which I mean, just look at the look at any other civilized country, any other top industrial country, the, any other second world country. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, if I've learned anything from a self-made billionaire this week, that's just un-American. Mm. <laughs> if you want healthcare, it's just straight up un-American to take care of people. Yeah, in America, health. we grind you into the fucking ground. Ah, nice. And we wave a flag over your face while you're dying. <laughs> <laughs> Harsh, but true. <laughs> Other thing, uh, another article about Trump. Most news outlets at this point are saying he's not going to declare an emergency, national emergency, at least not tonight. It seems unlikely that he will do a national emergency to get his wall in any case. And there's an article on the Washington Post uh, that really defines why. As if he were to declare a national emergency... The Pelosi could call a vote to stop it, and there's absolutely nothing the Republicans could do to stop that vote. And it, it, apparently, it's not, a, it's not a bill, so Mitch McConnell can't refuse to vote on it. Right. To vote on it? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That piece of shit. That's mm. the Senate. So Schumer could call a vote. And mm. uh, according to what McConnell said last night, he does not know if he would have the Republicans to even stop it from passing. The Senate could. Because there are Republicans who don't want the wall as well. Sure. Most of the ones that are on the st in those states don't want the yeah. wall. <laughs> I mean, I, I also heard – oh, sorry, go ahead. I mean, just to clarify, there are plenty of Republicans and Democrats for that matter who do want to beef up the sections of the wall that need to be beefed up, that want to hire people to guard the border, to you know have more technology. There are, there are a lot of things that need to be done and should be done, but none of them include a sea to shining sea – Concrete wall. Just in oh, case I was it told the to wall's being built right now. Yeah. Yeah. Plenty of wall. A lot of wall. <laughs> there was just a, a Vice News this last uh, episode, Vice News Tonight. They were interviewing people in New Mexico right at the, I forget what they call it. The, the It's like a tiny little panhandle. And at that point, there's a fence with a line of barbed wire atop of it mm. on the border. And they asked a person who lived right there, who, you know, property was at the border. And he's like, the wall isn't necessary. No. He's like, every now and then somebody comes through and I give them dinner and drive them into town. And, you know, that that's it. <laughs> Take them to the local um, border patrol office. But, that's a, yeah, that's the extent of it. Yeah. Because it's hundreds and hundreds of miles of desert. 
And even if you were to put a wall or any sort of barrier there, you still need people. You mm. would still need, I mean, to make any big difference, you would still have to patrol it. A wall by itself is just next to nothing. Right. And they're willing to give them money for more people. Yeah, absolutely. Drones, smart walls. Fix up existing, all that stuff, yeah. But I heard the other thing, too, with this state of emergency, that is if somehow he gets it through, or they they back it, that the next time that there's a Democratic president, <clears throat> that they can declare a state of emergency on, say, something like climate change. Right. Um, which which actually is an, you know national emergency. Right, which is a legitimate <laughs> national emergency. But yeah, it's it's the, the same thing about the Democrats should have never allowed for the nuclear option for um, getting people through Congress, through the Senate, uh, judges and, you know, appointees. Supreme Court, yeah. Supreme Court, all that. I mean, they went to just a simple majority instead of being a, a filibusterable majority and, you know, that screwed us over. So it's the same slippery slope. You let Trump get away with this and the Democrats will go, <laughs> Climate change is now a national emergency when we get back in power in two years. Although if I know anything about Mitch McConnell, that won't matter to him. But it turns out climate change is a national emergency. It should be a national emergency. But it's it's a slow-moving national emergency. A national emergency is designed for things that actually have a timeliness to them that can't wait for for Congress to pass a bill or pass a law. It is actually for things that were time- matters climate change that's not true uh, it isn't true <laughs> what what are you saying yeah. i agree sa- with her what i, I understand what she's saying? saying i'm saying that i know it's a national emergency but that's not the purpose of the statute just kick back and relax <laughs> this whole climate thing can wait that's not what she's saying I think. <laughs> what I'm saying I'm not is trying to mansplain to Ian what you just said. <laughs> We've known about it for decades already, and it's, it's ramping up, sure, but there's nothing that two weeks will fix or, or won't fix. You can't declare a national emergency because Congress can't act on it fast enough. The problem is Congress won't act on it. That and, statement I completely agree with. The, the president go. cannot declare a national emergency just because Congress won't act. That right. is absolutely true. I still I still <laughs> say that climate change could qualify as a national emergency. Agreed. We're, we're, How about we're, this? We're it's on an, the edge <laughs> of losing tons of cities and coastal line. And I mean, it's happening faster and faster. I, but not as fast as a nuke flying over towards us. <laughs> right. Sure. <laughs> Or a hurricane heading towards us, or a giant flood, or a fire, or all those things that waiting the appropriate amount of time is not sensible. The problem is, is that Congress won't do anything about it. That's the real problem. And there isn't that's a willingness, true. and there isn't a willingness in the in the populace of the United States, although I think that's increasing, to make them do something about it. Because it's just the lobbyists at this point that are preventing anything from being done. The science is clear and unequivocal. Except for, you know, the 0.2% of climatologists who are in the pocket of oil companies. So it's, you know, it's it's just you know, money talks. So I'm ready to move on. I don't have anything else uh, in regard to the State of the Union or anything, but I don't want to cut anybody off. Does anybody have anything? No. Nope. So moving on to another Trump-related issue, Paula White. Ugh. This. This kills me. So she is the televangelist, now presidential spiritual advisor. She just recently suggested that, you know, you should send her as first fruit offering your salary for January. That will... uh, I do recall something about your first paycheck going to her. Yeah. At least she's consistent. (laughs) Yeah. 
So I was going to say, it must be working. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> but she, again, the first fruits, if you're not aware of it, this is the, uh, what are they called? The gospel, the uh, prosperity. prosperity. Thank you. Mm. Prosperity gospel, where you show honor to the principle of first fruit, that the first fruit is already God's. So if you send it to God, God will be nice to you for the rest of the year, and you will get a lot more than what you gave. So is she claiming to be God or God's representative? God's representative, yes. Mm. So she's going to funnel that money to God? <laughs> yeah, is there a box with a rope on it that, and a pulley system that she <laughs> takes up to heaven? And I'm sure we said this last year, and I'm sure I did. How can you be that fucking stupid? Yeah. Yeah. I guarantee you people that have any sense about them are not doing this. I mean, wow, you've got to be brainwashed to do this kind of nonsense. Really? Like, or do they think that she's putting it in, like, a treasure room and it just sits there <laughs> for God to take? Or, do, like, she, they must be doing something with the money. I'm pretty sure it's buying her another house. Yeah, or an airplane or whatever. Yeah. God, why did I not think of this? <laughs> I, because I would never think anybody was that dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, but if you send her money, she sends you things. That's nice. Oh, my God. What do you get? So if you send at least $75 as a first fruit offering, she will rush to you her latest book, a devotional, and the Paula White wall calendar. (laughs) More brainwashing material. (laughs) So, and and of course, I looked this stuff up. So the book is, you can get $13 on Amazon. The devotional is $12 and the calendar is $12. So you're... And that's their outrageous pricing is, you know, $37. But for $75, that could be yours. (laughs) $37. (laughs) So for just $75, I will give you $37. Yeah. So there's tiers like Patreon? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. uh, Again, I just found that kind of sickening. So I wanted to mention it. Oh, she's, I'm sorry. I know you want to move on, but God, she's such a piece of shit. Yeah. I don't have an article about this, but I, I did want to mention, since we're talking about money and wasting it, the fact that the inaugura- inauguration, the what with the... An- inaugural committee? Inaugural committee. That's what I'm trying for. Boy, are they under investigation? Yeah. Something fierce. Yes, they are. Yeah. The Southern District of New York, which is federal, subpoenaed. So, and they subpoenaed them about, well, specifically, apparently one guy, one name was mentioned, mm-hmm. but... They are looking at the record-breaking $107 million, which they had for the inauguration, and the fact that there was $107 million, and they have records detailing how they spent at least $60 million of that. Where did the rest go? Yeah, so like $47 million. They're just, they're gone. <sighs> that... Poor dumb bastard is getting investigated on every possible front. I saw the other day that they were investigating where he got the money to build his golf course in Scotland. Yeah. (laughs) Like everything. (laughs) They're also investigating now all the undocumented workers that he just recently fired Mm -hmm. from all (laughs) the Trump golf clubs. And these people are saying like, yeah, they would tell us where to get fake papers and shit. Help him fill out the paperwork. Yeah, help him. You know, the the immigration president. Yeah, because it's all about money. No, because they are dumb criminals. (laughs) They are a family of dumb criminals. 
The funny thing is, even the $60 million is under review because they just wasted it. They they just <laughs> threw money. Like, there was, there was like $6.6 million spent on hotel rooms that weren't used for the uh, inaugural. Uh, I'm sure they were in the Trump hotels. Yeah, so, probably. Which yeah. is, that's just $6 million he pocketed. Right. And that's out of the 60 that was documented. Wasn't there one of Melania's close friends was a consultant and received millions and millions of dollars for her consultancy for the mm -hmm. inauguration? Wilford, yep. I think was her last name, something, something like, like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they, it's all just, all of it is money grabs. It's despicable. All shit they could have done after the four years. Mm. But yeah, they're afterwards. dumb, greedy criminals. You gotta, you gotta steal every penny. And stupid criminals, I mean. Mm. But also stupid enough to not know because they were criminals prior to this, <laughs> yeah. that once they got into the presidency, that people would be paying way more close attention to everything they've done. You know, like aren't Jared, or, or, no, I'm sorry, not Jared and Ivanka, but uh, Don Jr. and Ivanka are under investigation for some other shady fucking deal that they did in New York. Mm. You know, like no one in that family was like, you know, we've done a lot of criminal shit. <laughs> Or at least shady shit. They may not even think that they're being criminal, but they know it's shady because they are blissfully, uh, I don't know, self-entitled. Yeah. <laughs> I've committed a number of crimes in my day. And, you know, never once did I was able to delude myself that it probably not really a crime. You know, maybe I could teach myself to tell myself it's a victimless crime and no one's really getting hurt, but not like, this is totally legal, right? <laughs> Much like if I had taken a picture of myself in blackface and put it in my yearbook, mm. I would probably go, I should probably shouldn't run for any kind of public office. That, I mean, like, it's not like that is locked away <laughs> in a vault somewhere. Right. A lot of people have that and will probably unearth it. For sure. Like, I definitely, you know, have, I have very little follow through, so they're not real aspirations, but I definitely have real aspirations of of running for some sort of small, maybe state level at the most kind of public office. I'm never going to do that after doing this show. <laughs> <laughs> this show, you should be more worried about the prodigal sons. <laughs> well, that shows that show. You could just be like, ha, 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 that was funny. This show, they'd be like, oh, that guy. <laughs> Did you know he doesn't believe in God? Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. That's way worse <laughs> than this than anything I may have revealed on Prodigal Sons. But now you could t you could use that. You could try and run for office, and when they find out that you're an atheist and they try and deny it because that is a, a Pennsylvania law, you can get the ACLU involved. You can, get, you can <laughs> file all sorts of lawsuits. Come on. Doesn't Ooh, that All right. Yeah, that's true. That's tempting. We'll see. <laughs> no. E see, Ian is still thinking of the, the original Prodigal Sons where we only talked about, like, pop culture, like... There have been plenty of shows on there where we were all railing on each other about race shit. And, yeah. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about that could bite you in the ass. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure I've I, there's too much that has been, you know, recorded and will live on the internet forever now. Let me ask you this, though, That will disqualify Ian. me for many things, yes. If you did run and yes. years later someone unearthed this shit, which I don't understand how. I know we're, I don't know. I know you don't want to talk about Ralph Northam, but... Uh, <laughs> I don't know how nobody saw this before. <laughs> like, no opposition research found this yearbook. Well, it was a yearbook from his medical school. What medical school has yearbooks? That's a racist weird. one, apparently, because there's all kinds <laughs> of shit going on over there. But <laughs> if all this got unearthed years later, Ian, and you were being asked about it on stage, 
would you moonwalk to get yourself out of it? <laughs> or would Kelly be smart enough to stop you? <laughs> that clip of him when he's looking around to see if there's room to moonwalk is amazing. <laughs> as soon as I saw that, I go, it, you don't have to be smart to be in the government. I, I could be in the government. I could yeah. do what he's doing. He went so, to medical school, sure. and I know not to moonwalk in front of people. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what do you know what he's referring to, Ian? Did you see this clip? I didn't nope, I've never seen such a so, thing. Oh. He was saying, Well, you know, I don't even think that was me. After he apologized for we're not really sure, either wearing the KKK hood or putting on blackface, we're not sure which one he originally said that he was apologizing for. But mm. then he came out and said, Yeah, that that I don't even think that was me. I okay, so I apologized and that wasn't good enough. Now I'm gonna backtrack and say, I don't even think that was me. Is that good enough? And while saying that, he said, but, but, you know, to be to be clear, I did at one point darken my face and portrayed myself yeah. as Michael Jackson in order to, to win some sort of costume prize. And I won and uh, because I, I did the moon. No, walk. it was like a dance contest or something. Yeah. yeah something like yeah. that. And a reporter asked him, can you still moonwalk? And his he... he responds by like looking around to see if there's room f to moonwalk on stage <laughs> and his wife like puts a hand on his shoulder and says inappropriate <laughs> and then he's just like hey man i would have but the wife's saying i can't <laughs> <laughs> thanks buzz killington and then he then I, I don't know when or where that he goes he explained how hard it is to get shoe polish off your face i missed oh. that part oh I my missed god that. Oh no! You, yeah, you didn't hear. Did you oh. know that his nickname at the college was the Coon Man? <gasps> I did. <laughs> All right. So originally, my when I first heard about this, my instant reaction was, "Why doesn't he just say?" And I knew none of this other stuff. Mm -hmm. But I said, "Why doesn't he just say?" Look, I thought it was funny or or whatever at the time. It was stupid. I obviously I have since realized that it was stupid. I'm sorry if I offended anyone. That's not who I am now. Like if you take that approach, maybe you can put that behind you. But if you mm -hmm. go, oh yeah, I'm sorry about that. Wait a minute, that wasn't me. But I did put on blackface for this other thing, and you know, shoe polish is hard to get off your face. <laughs> no, you're done. Step down, man. Yeah, he's. I don't know what he's hoping for. Just pack it in, son. It's over. <laughs> yeah. What 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 is that about though? This is this is what I'm curious about. Why not just say no? What, what do you mean? mean? Is he legally required to step down because he wore blackface? No, no. Then no. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm the governor. I'm gonna ride out my term. I don't care if I'm reelected or not. I'm not stepping down. I, I think it, fucking eat a dick. I, <laughs> Who are you people? Everybody outrage on social media. No, 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 nah, no. no. It's them. not just outrage on social media. It's every Democrat has asked him to leave. Mm. Every Republican yep, has were, asked him to leave. Yep, and all those all those fucking jerks were wrong about uh, what Stuart Smalley's real name. Oh, you're, you're talking. Yeah, well, that comes up a lot, uh, Al Franken. Yeah, mm. so fuck them. No, I'm not stepping down. <laughs> That's absurd. No, it's not absurd. I think you should step down too. He. This is something that is going to be brought up constantly if he fucking stays there. Well, the one reason why he says he doesn't want to step down is because he will then forever be known as the 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 racist. Hey, you already are, asshole. <laughs> you think anybody's going to look at Brett Kavanaugh as just a judge and forget about all that other shit? Nope. Just go away. And, and he's an idiot. He's clearly a fucking idiot. Yeah, that, that's yeah. the part that gets me. He is, yeah. 
Not a smart man. Like, I might feel differently if what Ray said, like, he came out and he was like, look, man, you know, back then I didn't know. I didn't know it was what it was and how bad it was. And I'm sorry. Yeah, I was ignorant. That was stupid. Can we please move on? Yeah. And, you know, if they're like, then we have room to talk. But he was just like, sorry. Oh, also, wasn't me. <laughs> I don't know how that got on my page. Did you think of any any recent occurrences where someone did apologize and it went well for them? Most people leave. Yeah. Like the guy just left down in Florida for doing that. Where he, Whoa. Huh? What happened in Florida? Oh, my God. They've unearthed a picture of him dressed in blackface at, in 2005 mm. at a costume party where he was dressed as a Hurricane Katrina victim <laughs> in blackface. <laughs> He he was he worked in some some congressional thing down in Florida, and DeSantis like just had appointed him. He left. <laughs> I think Jeff summed it up. Holy fuck! <laughs> yeah, that I mean, listen, we could do a whole podcast on that because I just don't I don't understand that. <laughs> but like you, wait, which part don't you understand? I don't understand how a person like makes that decision and goes, "I'm going to dress up as a Hurricane Katrina victim in in blackface." And and go to a party and like are, is th- is there like a community down there that looks at that and goes oh that's fucking hilarious yeah <laughs> yeah I think there is the like problem. if your plan is that you're going to do that and then live the the rest of your life as a bum on the street all right fair enough that's a good plan because <laughs> I understand but, where you're going but yeah but I also don't I also don't understand like hey I'm going to do like a dance contest thing and I'm going to do a Michael Jackson bit right. And I'm going to wear the glove and the hat and the high pants with the socks. And I'm going to do a moonwalk. And there's going to be Michael Jackson playing behind me. But no one's going to know what the fuck I'm doing unless I put blackface on. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, like, everyone's going to be like, what is he doing? Who is this? Oh, he's Michael Jackson because he's black. Meanwhile, like, Michael I don't, Jackson's I don't... not even black. But that's beside the point, I suppose. <laughs> well, yeah. You know. Like, I don't – I don't – again, but I'm – you know, I'm also not – you know, like, remember we brought this up last time. Like, a kid dresses up like Mark uh, – Martin Luther King, and he blackens his face. I don't care about that. You know, an adult making these decisions, and one that is clearly racist when you dress up like a Hurricane Katrina victim. You're right. Mm. I don't know. Like, that kind of shit just never would enter my head. Blackface is just just wrong, but if, like you said, a kid does it because he wants to emulate Martin Luther King, you have to take intent into account. And then explain to him, no, you need to back off, you need to not do that, but I understand... (laughs) And with Northam's case, you know, I mean, it was 1984. I mean, it's not like it was, you know, it wasn't the 60s. But even then, he could be like, man, I was 18, 19, whatever. I just didn't know how racist that was. And I, mm. and I'm an idiot. And I was the guy in the hood, not in the blackface. <laughs> <laughs> Which is worse? I don't know. <laughs> oh, the hood. I think the hood's the worst. Yeah. Uh, because he actually I, looked like a Klansman. Like if he had, if the, if you're going to dress up as a member of the KKK, I don't know how you could do it correctly. But mm. you you shouldn't look like a member of the KKK. Like you should do something to make it look stupid, like you're making fun of them. I don't know how you would do that, but he whoever was in that picture wasn't doing that. It was mm. they were just looking like a member of the KKK. So anyway, I'm sorry I brought that up. I didn't yeah. <laughs> But again, it, it moves into dumb politicians like you, like with what would happen with the Trumps. Like, what the hell? Yeah. You know, or you refer to Saturday Night Live as S and L. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was solid. So, a few things that has happened on the State of the Union. He said that uh, uh, Trump said that he virtually ended the estate tax, which is 
misleading because it really barely exists as as it was. Um, it really only affected the absolute wealthiest. The estate tax was if a family member died, their their estate would pass on to their kids. But if their estate was vast, it could be taxed. If if you know somebody somebody you know grandmother died and they leave their house to their their, their estate to their kid, they're not being taxed for that. Um, right. It's only you mean the majority the, of human beings who live in this country. Right. It's, oh yeah. It's, the it's ultimate, only, like, one per, of the 1% are the only people being affected by that. Right. And it's only on the money over the threshold, which is like in the millions of dollars. It was, yeah. It, yeah. Uh, he also said that this, the United States is now the number one producer of oil and natural gas in the world. Technically, that is correct. But you could also take out the word now. The United States is not only now, but has been the mm. number one producer of oil and natural gas in the world. Uh, it's been that way for years. So he's taking so why credit are we, for stuff that... Why do we kiss Saudi Arabia's ass so much, then? If because, we're producing oil. Because we like using their airbase and their airspace. Oh, okay. Can we just take them over? I think I there think, is a And it steal their oil? <laughs> I think there's a huge economic boon there, but not necessarily for the country. More for specific families who are tied in with the Saudis. Mm. Right, right. It, it's, to, it's because they are our quote-unquote ally in the Middle East, and we want to... You know, keep using them for that purpose and for the oil. Mm. And We're they not, buy our guns. You know, I forgot they buy our guns. They really mm. do. They do. They buy our guns and uh, we, did, we could trade gun, guns. They buy for our oil. gas. Yeah. Oh yeah, everyone buys our gas. Who the fuck is he winning over though with that comment? Yeah, I don't know. Like, how does that affect the normal uh, American citizen? We don't get money back for all that oil that's being produced. <laughs> oh, it, this is not, you know, we're not the the audience for that. It's the, the millionaires and his, his buddies at Mar-a-Lago, the people that give him money to be reelected. Well, they probably know that already, so that... <laughs> yeah, but if he says it publicly, it's a, it's a you know, a plus in the column. Yeah. Mm. They did Spread put the wealth, out, Donald! <laughs> four yeah. minutes ago, they put out uh, a the first false... Uh, he said wealthy politicians and donors push for open borders. Mm-hmm. There's there's a whole article what? about that. But yeah, wealthy politicians and donors push for open borders. That's why the Democrats want open borders. By the way, Democrats don't want or- open borders. No, no one wants open borders. So there's a whole. No one. Yes, they do. Because I mean, those people vote. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> so there's a whole article that PolitiFact has about it. I'll put it on the webpage. That completely debunks that. So the next thing that I have, though, uh, Mitch McConnell, uh, this was gives away the game as far as I'm concerned. Not that any of us are confused about it, but his idea that making Election Day a federal holiday is a Democratic power grab. Just if you just think about that. Well, if you let if you let everyone vote, it's just the Democrats trying to, you know, suck up all those votes. The balls on this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> the, the blatant honesty is the thing that baffles me. <laughs> right. <laughs> we can't have people voting. If we have people voting, they'll vote Democrat. <laughs> I mean, well, his whole thing about it, his whole thing was that you get a, uh, the federal workers get a, what, a week off or something to prep for uh, the the that holiday because of the, all the voting and shit. There's some weird thing about them getting time off. Mm-hmm. No. And he was like, see? <laughs> This is bullshit. This is a waste of money. That is ins- Man, can he not catch a disease or something? <laughs> <laughs> like, he looks super old, too. Like, j- right. Where Where is his angry neighbor that's living next to Rand Paul? Yeah. Like, that guy could have fucking mm. did some serious damage to him. Something that $500,000 isn't going to repair. In Canada. 
<laughs> what do you right? Or where's that? Well, because he's in Kentucky, so he's relatively safe. But I was like, where are the fucking fourteen-year-old hooligans playing the knockout game when they see that old man walking down the street? <laughs> Not that we're encouraging or in any way endorsing hurting a, a senator. You know, just no. Hmm. Again, I am not electable because of this show, but <laughs> I am. I am. The show does not. <laughs> the show. Absolutely. What do you think him and his wife talk about when they're alone in that house? You think they just sit there in dead silence and stare at each other and just eventually he's like, I am such an asshole. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't even care. Like, I am just about them dollar bills. <laughs> well, it, yeah, it's it's about, well, we should buy another house. Let's put this one yeah. in um, South Dakota for the summertime. Right. Uh, probably that. They probably talk about the grandkids mm-hmm. occasionally. Yeah. I'm sure they have some of those. Family friends. Yeah. Their dog. Their horses. I'd love to see what his kids look like. Ew. So, <laughs> in reference to the blatant honesty, I saw a clip on Fox News. I don't have a link that I'm aware of. I might look for it and see if I can throw it up. But there was a clip where they were talking about the idea that they were surprised that people were behind the idea of taxing the rich. Like if you were talking about that clip ta- was so good. <laughs> if you were talking about taxing people over ten million, it was like seventy-one percent said yes, yep. we're for that. Yeah, of their viewers, right? right. And it, they were having a heart attack about this. And it was <laughs> over a million, like 60, 68, 67% yeah. somewhere in there were, were for it. And they're like, how is this, you know, why why do people think this way? And the, their guest, I forget his name. <laughs> their, their analyst yeah, their came analyst. on and said. He was like, well, you know, schools, the schools are teaching the kids <laughs> fairness. And that's fairness. That's really what's Air causing this. They're fairness. bringing that into the political forum now. Yeah, all these all right, fairness whoa. kids are now a voting age. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. But there are no kids watching Fox News. Not by oh, no, the ones that, no, these kids who were brought up mm. to believe that, quote, unquote, fairness was, uh, you know, something to be valued are now a voting age. And they are now helping putting these policies in place. That's why we're seeing this 70% in favor of people making $10 million annually, <laughs> paying paying some more in taxes. Oh, I thought this was a Fox News poll and 71% of the viewers were like. Yes, that's exactly what oh, it was. Th- oh, and then he blamed yes. it on kids who don't watch Fox? <laughs> he, he's, he's blaming the fact that the kids who are watching Fox were raised in an environment where fairness <laughs> was something that you value. And that's my issue. I'm a, The average viewer age of Fox News is 68 years old. <laughs> I so don't know that. That is, yeah. a, that is a weak argument. It is. Uh, and, and to come out as anti-fairness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a separate thing. Just, uh. It's an interesting thing. I did find the link, so I will throw it on the webpage. And PolitiFact just put out another one. In the last two years, he says, our brave ICE officers made 266,000 arrests of criminal aliens. And apparently, mm-hmm. uh, according to PolitiFact, he's inflating the numbers by counting all charges and calling them arrests. So if <laughs> if one person got multiple charges, uh, that he's counting that. <laughs> that was eight arrests. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. Solid. <laughs> uh, so, in any case, I mean, at least there's some fact he's distorting, not just pulling it out of his ass or out of a movie script. <laughs> you know what I'm going to start doing? Mm. When I sell a house and I go to get my commission, I'm going to be like, well, you pay me for one person, but four people moved into the house. 
You gotta pay me four times. <laughs> he said that illegal aliens are responsible for ninety percent of U.S. murders. <laughs> He's tonight. He said that according to my hashtag SOTU uh, Twitter feed. Yes, that is a Ooh. bold statement. Wow, <laughs> it's a bold plan, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off. <laughs> <laughs> Who did he? What he said? Illegals. Illegal. Oh. <laughs> 90%? That's just blatant lie. Yeah. I don't have any facts in front of me, and I know that's not true. Uh, All right. (laughs) What are these people thinking that these people cross over, under things, over things, through things, and then go, well, we're in the Wild West now, start shooting shit up. (laughs) (laughs) Illegal aliens, Jeff. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I did like that it's illegal to kill someone therefore 100% of murders are done by illegal people <laughs> 100% of murders are crimes <laughs> Phew. oh jeez alright I'm gonna hit a few more things here real quick uh, yep. I don't have much to say about this at the Catholic Church is being examined in Texas and yep. uh, they're being examined pretty pretty harshly like, like they have been in Pennsylvania 300 priests Almost 300 names were released on Thursday for uh, had credibly accused of child sex abuse over the last 80 years. So they're they're being hit hard by the local uh, police, the state police, in order to get, you know, to get it. All these kids being abused by priests. Are they doing a uh, this is like what happened in PA? Like they're doing a big investigation and Yeah, so, and this is an article in the oh, New York wow. Times and it actually cites the similarities to what happened here in Pennsylvania. So that's crazy. So I mean not crazy. It's not at all it's super disappointing, but also not at all shocking. No. So can I safely conclude that every state has on average three hundred pedophile clergy? Well, we had five hundred, didn't we? Right. So the t- Oh, I thought we had three hundred and one. Oh, I thought we were like 523 or something. Either way, mm. yeah. let's average it out between three and 500. <laughs> some states are bigger than others and some so, are smaller. So, safe to, what, what, so it's safe to assume that currently residing in the United States of America is between fifteen and 20,000 pedophile priests? Good math. Um, this, uh, the Texas number was over eight decades, and the Pennsylvania, remember, was over, well, I don't know, not quite that long, um, six decades. So currently alive, maybe not that mm. high. Okay. But still an right. alarming number. I'm sure they've all number. stopped. Oh, well, some of them I'm sure are dead since it's over 80 years. No, no, I mean, like, I'm, I'm sure the practice has stopped. Oh, no. Well, yeah, it just, just went away. Sure. <laughs> I, I don't know what the per capita current percentage is, <laughs> but it's alarmingly high, yes. Yeah. <laughs> percentage of priests? Yeah. It's yeah. it's high. And I mean, some of them would be would be double counted because they they moved them around, but <laughs> still. <laughs> Well, these, this yeah. was nearly 300 Well, wait a minute. So that it's not double counting. Oh, okay. But are they counting each instance of molestation no. as <laughs> one new one? No. Or? <laughs> no. Okay. Could be uh, like one dude. <laughs> Illinois. Gross. <laughs> uh, Stop yeah. laughing at that, Ian. <laughs> Illinois um, has at least 500 accused of sexually abusing minors. So, yeah, the numbers are en- enormous. And Texas is freaking enormous so i gotta think 300 is is a low number somewhere jesus is crying (laughs) (laughs) i know somebody else who's crying uh the pope he's not having a good time as jeff pointed out uh the pope has now acknowledged the abuse of nuns as well by priests so there's an msnbc news article that uh jeff threw up a link to i'll put that on the webpage. 
he he acknowledges that it's not just children who are being abused. It's and again, this is it's a position of power puts uh, puts people in a position of power, and they are able to abuse people, not just children. I would. Yeah. Do you think any of us like would do like put in a position of power would end up being an asshole? An asshole? An- that's really broad. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, that's possible. I, I was going to say yeah. would abuse people, and my I was no. going to have a distinct. Well, well, no. well, okay, so maybe I should have been more specific. <laughs> this, uh, whenever I hear stories like this, I become way more open to the uh, prosperity ministry types. I'm like, well, at least they're just robbing people. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that is true. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, uh, we mentioned him in the beginning, uh, Howard Schultz. He's running as an independent for president. Everybody's referring to him as billionaire Howard Schultz, strangely, since he has, you know, more than a billion dollars to his name, and he's a multi-billionaire. But did you see he came out and said that he didn't he didn't want people to use the term billionaire? He uh-huh. would rather people use the softer phrase, people of wealth, or pe- <gasps> people of means. fuck yourself! <laughs> God, I didn't think I could dislike him anymore. There you go. <laughs> but you did it. Wow. He's he he's feels out he feels he's being thing. bullied with the word billionaire. Oh, cry me a river, Howard. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this man so much. He is seriously, he is only interested in one thing, and that is protecting other billionaires. Yeah. yeah. And himself. That's what they, they're all starting to circle the wagons. Ever since, ever since they Class they got warfare. some some negative press at uh, at Davos this year. Yeah. Oh yeah, they really got. <laughs> they really were like, oh, this is this is. I can't believe you people are are not buying into capitalism anymore. <laughs> this is the most un-American thing I've ever heard of. This never works. You're going to tax us till there are no more billionaires to hate. And I was like, you guys are out of your mind, yeah. <laughs> out of your mind. And just seventy percent on people who make ten million or more annually, and they're like, "That'll mean I'm only making three million annually. I'll be destitute." I'm like, you are a piece of shit. I'm so angry. <laughs> and first off, because he does this all the time, Schultz does this. He says stuff like, uh, "He said I no longer feel affiliated with the Democratic Party because I don't know that their views represent the majority of Americans. I don't think we as Americans want a seventy percent income tax on America." 70% what is this on we shit, Kimosabi? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and to be clear, what she, uh, she being Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, what she proposed is a progressive tax so that on the first $10 million, you get taxed a certain amount. Over $10 million is 70%. So if you only make, you know, $70,000, you're not getting taxed 70%. No. No. <laughs> you are getting taxed similarly to what you make now. Right. Yeah. And it's only, also, if you make $10 million, you're not giving $7 million in taxes. It's 70% on the amount you make over $10 million. Right. Yeah, and Howard Schultz, the reason you can't, uh, don't consider yourself a Democrat anymore is because you're a fucking Republican. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's fun. So I was reading a, bit, a little bit before about the uh, you know high percentage taxes that the country has imposed on the rich in the past, and what typically happened was instead of pocketing all these multiple millions of dollars, they rolled the money back into their businesses. 
instead. So they, you know, expanded. They, you know, bought back stock. They, they did all they, kinds of different they things. They were forced to be job creators. Yes, they were forced to be job creators because they were taxed at a high rate. Instead of giving them money for them to stuff in their back pockets and buy right. extra houses across the world. For fake trickle-down economics. Which never they works. They said, no, you really have to give this back to the people. Right. So instead of just giving it to the government, they plowed it back into their businesses and the economy boomed. Hmm. Yeah, you could survive on one person working, send your kids to college, right. have two cars, that, buy the shit that Howard Schultz would be selling. Right. All that part of the 1950s actually worked. Yeah, there was a lot of bad shit, but that part worked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, the other part about this, too, that is driving me crazy between him or Mark Zuckerberg mm. or anybody else, even Donald Trump falls into this category. Just because you are good at one thing does not mean you are good at another. Mm. You know, you could take the greatest surgeon in the world who makes millions of dollars saving people's lives. If your car broke down, would you call him? No. No. <laughs> Howard, you created a coffee shop. That's it. No. <laughs> Does not mean you're qualified to run a country. No. All right. If we're changing topics, I would like to make a shout out to um, Happy Chinese New Year because I can hear fireworks outside and I was really confused that I remember <laughs> that today is Chinese New Year. So oh. you have the- Chinese New Year of the Pig. Happy New Year. That's a fireworks situation? It is. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Huh. I'm going to start getting into that. Yeah, I heard a whole... (laughs) Chinese New Year seems way more interesting than our regular New Year. I heard a whole lot of fireworks. I'm like, I didn't know what was going on, but thank you. That makes sense. Uh, Trump made a mostly true statement. I want to make sure that we, you know... Oh, my heart! <laughs> and, and the reason I'm mentioning is because it is not only mostly true, but it is also very important that Americans pay vastly more than people in other countries for the exact same drugs. True. So he's quoting Bernie true. Sanders. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what wow. to do about that. He hasn't actually proposed any solution to this problem, no. but he has brought up this problem before. All right. I'm going to hit hit the uh, Blitz update real quick, unless you got something blitz else. Blitz the Blitz. <laughs> <laughs> If you don't know what the Blitz is, listen to a previous show, man. <laughs> I wish I could point you to which one it is, but I don't recall. It's this show, Joey Salads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in Alabama, Senator has pre-filed a bill to allow elective Bible classes in public schools. Grades 6 to 12 would uh, have to provide a class that would be elective, so it wouldn't be required in any way. But the kids could go there, and it would actually be Bible study. Do they get Do they get graduation credit for they that? They do. Yeah. No. Yeah. Denied. Nope. Buzz. <laughs> Wrong. Next. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> South Dakota resolution to prevent teachers from discussing climate change in classes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> The, re- the resolution would say the teachers can't endorse, support, or oppose candidates for public office or pieces of legislation in the classroom. However, the way it's so generically worded that it also is anything that falls under the political purview. Mm. So it would allow, yeah, you... Do you want to talk about climate change? You're not allowed to talk about climate change now. Anything that becomes, quote unquote, bol- political. You can't talk about abortion. You can't talk about climate change. You can't talk about, I don't know, what isn't political? Everything's yeah, political. That's right. you, you can't talk about economics in school? Why do we even have school? Right. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we just get rid of that? Everybody. Yeah, homeschool yeah, them. Or just make it all Bible study. <laughs> yeah. Send them to the church for the day. There you go. The whole day. <laughs> 
I did like what Jeff said. I'd gladly run a Bible study. I know where the really good stuff is. <laughs> if they weren't Christians running the Bible study, I'd be more for it. Uh, next, over in Florida, there's a bill to have students learn alternatives to climate change and evolution. So this would make it so the school would have to put in controversial theories. They would have to argue both sides' alternatives to controversial theories, specifically climate change and evolution. These are not controversial. They're only controversial because you're dumb. <laughs> yeah. I'm starting to see a focus here with the Blitz this week. Yeah. It's all school shit. Yeah. Well, you gotta gotta work them when they're young. <laughs> yeah. That is the key. Yeah. It's class, classic L. Ron Hubbard thinking. In Illinois, Republican... <laughs> the the headline is accidentally told the truth about his in god we trust bill this guy is straightforward he said as a god-fearing christian i believe the lack of such is a problem in the country today a lack of faith hmm. um he said the most common phrase i hear is that we need to put god back in schools to bring back common decency and help give a moral compass to our young people this bill does exactly that so it's an in God we trust thing, just like has been passed in, I don't know, seven, eight states at this point. But this one's in Illinois, and the guy's being completely honest. It's because he's mm. Christian, and he wants to promote Christianity. Bring back God to school? Yeah. When was God in school? I think that it has been a traditional in some communities for a very long time. Think back to, like, Little House on the Prairie times and, you know, the little one-room schoolhouse. They had God in that church. I mean, God in that school. Okay, but let's assume that those schools probably weren't regulated Correct. <laughs> back then, right? True. Also, that was like in the 1700s yeah. or 1800s. Yeah. <laughs> they That's where he back. wants to go? You said ever. There was ever. Okay, you're right. I did say ever. <laughs> uh, this one is, uh, so that was it for the Blitz. We're moving off of, uh, off, off of the Blitz thing, kind of. But the <laughs> uh, in Minnesota, they are putting together uh, advocates for a autism council. To investigate uh -oh. autism in the state? Guess who's heading it? That's right. Uh. Anti-vaccine advocates. <laughs> so the measles and the mumps and the, the chicken pox outbreaks haven't taught them anything. No, nothing at all. <sighs> state council, they're creating a state council on autism, and it's going to be headed up by anti-vaxxers. Of course it is. What state did you say? I'm sorry. Minnesota. That's a weird, unexpected one. How'd that happen? Hmm? Minnesota's usually pretty pretty safe. Usually the good news comes out of Minnesota. That's true. We don't usually get Minnesota on our list. Hey, yeah. I was shocked it's that there was a measles outbreak in Washington. Mm. Right. You know, that's and another now, state. And that now shouldn't... New York. Well, remember. How did these guys infiltrate? What is going on? Remember that this is this is a weird one that crosses you know political lines. This is yeah. This is a hippie one, not necessarily a political one. Mm, hippies. <laughs> I'm gonna put them back on the list. Gosh darn it! They never left my Elysian. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, I, they just kind of, I got complacent. There were so many other greater threats, but now that they're bringing their toxic children mm. to try to cripple us based on nothing, based on zero evidence. Yeah, it's a weird conspiracy theory. I don't, I don't get it. The one guy, Wayne Rode, they call him a skeptic of vaccine safety. Uh, mm. He said that uh, he argued... <laughs> that we're not about causation within this council. The council is about how to deal with and help those who are affected. Well, if that were true, why did you pick just anti-vaxxers? Yeah. Right, and why would... Is this a... I'm skeptical Who's, who's appointing... Yeah, where's this Where's this council coming from? Like, it's just some anti-vaxxers that talked together and said, we're a council? A state. Do any of them have, like, a psychology or 
psychiatry or sociology background? Yeah, or? I'm a professor of skepticism. <laughs> <laughs> so it was started by State Senator Jim Abler, uh, or sure. Abler. I don't know how you pronounce that name, uh, but he started it, and it was apparently it is state sponsored. And uh, but where they got the people, I I don't know. I'm assuming that somebody recommended them, like they're just being appointed. Huh. And as to their background, I I do not know. That's bizarre. Yeah, I mean, supposedly Abler appointed the first three members of the group, which will consist of people living with autism, advocates, care providers, state agencies, elected officials, and citizens. It sounded like it had a good start and then went yeah. totally off the rails. How did it get so so twisted so fast? I don't know. Uh, so we were talking about which way Minnesota leans. 2016, Jeff points out Clinton won 46% to 44%, nearly 45%. And uh, if you look at the map... It's mostly red. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Typical. It's the cities. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say everywhere is mostly red yeah. until you get to places where people live. Mm. Yeah. When, whenever you have people living with lots of other people, it turns blue. When you live with people that just look like you, it stays red. That tells you a lot. Hmm. So the articles on Ars Technica, I imagine there's more information. They have a lot of references in this article. Um, I have not researched it more than the information that I have said. <laughs> so it does reference some measles outbreaks across the nation. It's, again, anti-vax. Why is it a thing? Um, another piece of good news, though, over in Michigan. Uh, Michigan is going to stop. They are pulling out of separation of church and state lawsuits. So there were four... Uh, lawsuits that pr uh, challenge reproductive freedom. Uh, one was discrimination on sexual orientation, and the other three involved church-state separation. And one of them I thought was interesting, we've talked about the poor, was the Freedom From Religion versus Lehigh. This is Lehigh County, Pennsylvania, the cross that appears in the uh, mm. official seal. Yeah, uh, I remember them. Michigan uh, was the uh, one of the attorney gen attorneys general who decided that they were going to go out and back a whole bunch of these different blitz-related issues. Hmm. And now that the Democrats have won in the state, the, attorneys, the attorney general there is saying, okay, we're not going to waste our time doing this now, and Good. has backed out of a whole bunch of lawsuits. Hmm. Lawsuits that were specifically religious in their origin. Good for Michigan's attorney general. Yeah. Apparently, the, uh, the governor was pushing for these issues, and now... The attorney general has gone, okay, I'm not doing that anymore. Mm. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Here's one that killed me, though, and I mentioned this in the opening. The proposed bill in New Mexico to grant medical licenses to fake doctors, to mm -hmm. pseudoscience doctors. Are we wandering uh, back into homeopathy again? Yes. Oh, oh, the American Southwest. What a crapshoot that place <laughs> They're is. They're going Bring to the again. <laughs> license naturopathic doctors, and doctors yeah. is in quotes. So, yeah, they're going to be licensing, you know, giving medical licenses to people who promote homeopathy, herbal medicine, and other forms of pseudoscience. What? Don't you have to meet some sort of requirement, though, to have a medical license? Like a test. Any test. So this law. Nothing physical. Like you can't be, you know, like you need to be able to save somebody's life if such and such is happening. <laughs> the, the difference is this bill would allow people to get a license to practice not medicine. Hmm? 
homeopathy, herbal, whatever, but that doesn't actually qualify them to work in a hospital, but they can open up their own locations. And there's nothing that says that they have to distinguish themselves from real physicians. Oh. And they can call themselves doctor? They can call themselves doctor. That's fucked up. There's a lot of stupid people in this world that will believe them. Yes. That's oh, 100%. Bad. This I is- mean, I am, I am currently going to this... <sighs> nutritionist doctor i don't know what the fuck she is (laughs) but she's got weird shit all over the place it doesn't look like a doctor's office but she calls herself a doctor and i'm questioning everything that she says to me (laughs) i am taking the supplements though and she told me i'm gonna die (laughs) oh everybody's gonna gonna die die. (laughs) no like i could die at any minute what she told me oh i don't know is she a dietitian or is she a nutritionist it's i think she's like a little bit of both Mm. so no a a dietitian is real a dietitianist graduates school with a with a degree. A nutritionist. I am a nutritionist. Really? Can I be one too? I just declared myself one. <laughs> oh, there is hey, no. I'll be one too today. <laughs> certifications to be a nutritionist. Well, a you guys tell me. You guys, t- I should have brought this up to you guys earlier. So you go over there, and her name is Doctor. I won't say her name, but mm. it's Doctor something. And. Uh, so I was led to believe by my mother that it was like a real doctor. And then I went to her office and I was like, this ain't no fucking doctor's office. This is a room where you have books and shit and posters and everything like that. <laughs> she gets a blood test done on me because it is out of a medical center here. That's helpful. Yeah. So I got a, a blood test done while I was there. Then she handed me the results when it came back and she was like, these are all red. You're going to die from a heart attack. We've got to do something right now. So I'm on a diet. I've been on the diet now for like a month. Um, it's a ketogenic diet, so it's, you know, basically Atkins. Okay. And I've been taking a bunch of supplements. Mm. So that's where the su- – but immediately I was like, where do I get these supplements from? You? Because <laughs> that's when I was ready to walk out the door. She's like, no, no, no. I order them from Amazon. Um, So she ordered them from Amazon and stuff like that, and I got them. And I can't figure out if this bitch is pulling one over on me or – Well, there, there are some- – Does she have any sort of – diploma or credentials on the wall does she even call herself like a a cns if she is a certified nutrition specialist that means that she at least passed the test you know what she you know took over the mail the next time i'm there i'm gonna grab her card i mean listen when you call the medical center you say i need to speak to dr blank and blank you know and they oh right well Mm. fortunately Chiropractors opened the door for this years God ago. Damn it, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> they said we're doctors, and everybody went, "Are you sure?" They went, "Sure." <laughs> we went now, to school. Admittingly, some of them, some of them, absolutely helpful. Well, no, some of them have a PhD. Oh yeah, and have every right to call themselves doctors. I mean, However, she throws a lot of jargon at me. Mm, skeptical. Yeah. So, and I'm just like, she's like, you know, this climbs onto that, and your CQ, and I'm like, I don't know what you're fucking talking about. Well, get you have to get your test results. If you need, you need to look. I at have, it. I am, yeah, I've already have an appointment with my with my GP. Good. I mean, and I'm going to bring him to him and see what he says. I mean, there are certain things, cholesterol, glucose. There are certain things that are hard on your heart. And if you have high cholesterol, you have high, glu- high glucose, if you ha- have high blood pressure, there are actual medicines you should be taking, not supplements. That's the thing that worries me. Is supplements- Well, the supplement, mm. no, this, well, the, I mean, again, she was like, you know, we got to get these numbers up and these supplements will do it. Mm. And I was like, well, at this point, I'm like, losing weight? That's not a bad idea. So the ketogenic sure. thing doesn't doesn't kill me. The supplements, I'm like, they won't kill me. 
you know. Right, but are they going to help? I mean, if if you right. are, if you actually yeah. do have you know bad numbers, is she steering you in the right direction? I don't. Well, know. I will tell you this too. She told me she's like, you need to take these t- blood test results to a cardiologist. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, she wasn't like, I'm going to fix this all, but I'm going to get you on the right track. But she was like, you should take these to a cardiologist. That's why I'm taking them mm-hmm. to my general practitioner first. Say to him, like, I was like, I don't know what this bullshit means. <laughs> but take all the supplements with you and say, all right, tell me if any of this stuff is actually useful. Right. The other- Make sure I'm not going to one of these hippies. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're definitely going to a hippie, yeah. but I don't know that you're in any necessary peril. Uh, you know, I'm only concerned that... You're wasting money. You know, well, that and, yeah, you know, this isn't show material. I don't want to get too deep into this. <laughs> I don't want to talk about your personal life right now. Well, no, <laughs> I feel bad. This is perfectly in, what we, in line with what we were just talking about. It is. Well, I've known you for a long time, and I know that the ketogenic diet is not sustainable for you. It's successful, and it falls apart. Stop trying it. Mm. Oh, that yeah, we'll talk about that later. I don't need to get in an argument with you right now about that. Oh, that bit. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah, no, it's it's sustainable to lose the weight. You don't do it as a lifestyle to live for the rest of your life, and that's where I fuck up. Well, so. but that's, that's always the problem with diets. A diet is not something you do temporarily. A diet is something you do for the rest of your life. Otherwise, you're well, just going to gain the weight back. I will tell you this. She, because of the weight that I'm at, she's like, it's got to be straight ketogenic now. She's like, as you get down further, modify it. We we modify it. Sure. So you know, but you you can't go back to eating pizza three times a week though. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, I know. And I listen. I'm well aware that I consciously made that decision to fuck up. I mean, I did it. I mean, the day after I got my gallbladder taken out, I was like, bring on the fast food and bring on the pizza. And I didn't stop till a month ago. <laughs> hey, that fancy pizza that you gave me last time I visited is well worth it. Oh, my God. 50, 50 of the pounds I gained was because of that goddamn pizza. <laughs> I don't even remember what it's called, but I want it all the time. The graffiti pie. <laughs> graffiti pie. Gosh darn it. That was good. All right. Let me. Anyway. Let me get yeah. through the rest of this. There's not much. Non-blitz thing. We talked about the fake doctors. New York. Again, back to something good. A bill sponsored by Democrats in the state legislature is going to try to ban all non-medical exemptions from vaccination requirements. So the anti-vaxxers can suck it. It doesn't matter what your parents think. Unless you have a medical reason, you need to get a vaccination before you go out into public and attend school. But that just means that the super crazies will just homeschool their kids. But at least it should cut down on the number. Yeah, it means that those kids aren't going to be coming in and spreading anything that they're carrying to the, the other kids. Yeah, yep. disadvantage. This is in New York enough. City or New York State? Uh, states. It's state legislature. Yep. Oh, a little too late. You just had a measles outbreak. Yeah, I think that's why. <laughs> yeah. It's a good thing, but it still worries me about the, you know, you can't force parents to take their children to get examinations this is as good as we can get i think but i mean it's is is that i was gonna say and is that why i feel like a show or two ago we talked about it was because of the jews hmm? and traveling abroad and bringing oh. back measles it was on this show it had yeah, to have been yeah, absolutely. i would not discuss this on my puzzle quest show <laughs> <laughs> I, this is that is absolutely the case for the the, uh, the reason for a major outbreak because a lot of of the jewish kids were were having issues however um the idea that it's they're reducing the religious exemptions that that will help the mm. Jewish community as well. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I don't doubt in any way I that just that did, was the cause. I love blaming the anti-vaxxers. I just <laughs> wanted to say that I feel like on this very show we discussed that it's not entirely the anti-vaxxers. Oh, that, well, I suppose that is correct. Although I would lump the Orthodox Jews in in with the same problems as the right, anti-vaxxers. I guess, I guess their motivations. Um, 
different, less nefarious, but mm. right, just as irresponsible. <laughs> yes. Well, those kids wouldn't be catching measles if they were vaccinated from That's the true. diseases that the Jews are bringing over. <laughs> <laughs> so it's everybody's fault. Yeah. Last thing that I have: the U.S. House Committee on National Re- Natural Resources is now run by Democrats, and they are uh, they are under. The leadership of Raul, man, I shouldn't even try to pronounce this name, Grijalva? Raul Grijalva? Mm. They're trying to strike the word, so help me God, from the ending of the oath that the members have to take. <laughs> it's a small thing, but it's. It, I consider it an anti-Blitz movement. I consider it good. So I imagine they will fight that tooth and nail. I'm sure. But they are being led by Democrats. There's a majority of Democrats. And apparently uh, all the Democrats appear to be for it. So, Boy, I, I want to say that I am also for it. But something in my gut tells me that I'm not for it. Why is that? Because it, seem, well, it just seems the, like the reverse kind of petty. Like clearly the like in God we trust is, you know, to a sinister end. This does not seem to be like the reverse of that, but it just seems like, I don't know. I feel like, mm, nope, that's not true either. I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm wrong is is what the problem is with my objection. So I don't have an objection. Okay. I th- what- if I ever have an objection, I'll let you know. I think, But the, the thing that I'm je- objecting to is, is completely wrong because it goes against everything I, I, I very much believe. So I'm pro this. Okay. I, I was about to corner myself in a slippery slope <laughs> argument. Sorry. And I realized I was wrong. I think that the changes they want to make to this, it's a couple changes. They want to change chairmans of the committee to chair of the committee, things like that. Take the man part out. Um, add in under penalty of law and take out the so help you God piece. I think actually they, I'm okay with all of them. But if you want to make the so help you God optional, I'm okay with that too. Just like you can you can swear on a Bible, you can swear on a law book, you can swear on the Quran, um, you can swear on whatever book is meaningful for you. You can modify the wording in the way that is meaningful to you. Uh, to yeah. a limit, I suppose I agree with that. I mean, you can't modify uh, – the whole point of an oath is that you're taking an <laughs> oath, not you're taking your own personal this is what I believe. I mean, just the tail end of it. So if you want to change it to um, something about Allah or something about, you know – Vishnu, whatever. So help you God, whatever. If you or just leave it out altogether, and you mm. want to make that particular piece personal, the meaningful to you, I think that's acceptable. Eh. Eh. I don't know. It, it seems to be over over complicating it. I like the idea mm. of it just being generic, and anybody could yep. say it. And completely secular. Yes, absolutely. I've changed my mind. Yep. Okay. <laughs> don't feel bad, Karen. I was also wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a couple of updates from State of the Union. I haven't read these, so I don't know what they say. But uh, he said, for years, the United States was being treated unfairly by friends of ours, members of NATO. But now we have secured over the last couple of years, $100 billion in increase. What? So I don't know. Promise promise kept, I guess, is what they're, <laughs> they're ranking that under. People are paying more into NATO. Yeah, but we didn't get anything out of that. NATO does. Right. It's weird, but all right. I was I was watching some comments roll by yeah. on on Facebook on the thing. I wasn't listening to it, and all I could see was, "Oh man, it looks like the Adderall's wearing off." Like, <laughs> "Oh, Saturday Night Live's gonna be great this week." He's fucking up every word. Oh wow! So I can't wait to see the tail end of this. <laughs> so the other thing he said, we have spent more than seven trillion dollars fighting the wars in the Middle East. They rank that as being half true. 
Um, wow, they have a whole article on how it's half true. I'm not reading all that. <laughs> <laughs> At least not right now. But um, yeah, so it seems like he's, he's uh, for the most part, sticking to the prompter. Uh, whether or not he's slurring the words uh, without mm. watching it, we, I can't be sure. But um, it looks like he's, you know, taking facts and manipulating them to, to make his case just as usual. In other words, lying. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So unless anybody have anything else? Uh, just v- very briefly. Yeah. I just clicked on an article from USA Today that said the Trump campaign said, send us $1 and we'll scroll your name during the State of the Union live stream. What? <laughs> what? President Trump's re-election campaign sought to cash in on the State of the Union address Tuesday night with a fundraising pitch at bargain prices that dropped during the day. After initially asking donors to send at least $35 in exchange to having their name scrolled during a live stream of the president's speech, the Trump campaign later sent out an email soliciting saying only $1 would do it. Wow. Huh. <laughs> That's bizarre. <laughs> Jesus, fucking criminals. <laughs> Greedy bastards. <laughs> End this show so I can go hang myself. Right <laughs> <laughs> this show in no way wants to get behind yeah. anybody killing themselves after we're, we're done recording. No. <laughs> no. Uh, I said so I can go hang myself. <laughs> I said anyone. Anyone. All includes right. you. It definitely includes you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all we got for this week. I want to uh, thank everyone for uh, for listening, especially our patrons. I want to thank uh, for supporting the podcast. And we got a new patron today, so a uh, big thank you to Matt for throwing a, a few bucks our way. Um, if you enjoy this pod... Thanks, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit! I forgot one last oh, thing. Oh, what's that? Oh, no. <laughs> Again, I hate promoting other podcasts, but someone had commented on our page about Behind the Bastards oh, yeah. on the... Got- Oh my god, it was so good. The that guy who ran that that GoFundMe for the wall is a total piece of shit. <laughs> Just listen to it. We'll, we'll I'll tell you guys afterwards when the show's sure. over. So there you go. Uh, I have listened to a couple episodes of theirs. They're fairly entertaining. I'm okay with. Yeah, we can get behind that. So if you enjoy this podcast, you can support it by going to Patreon, signing up, give us a little monthly coinage, and you can join us here live on the Discord. Uh, also, if you can't afford that, you can share the podcast on social media, on iTunes, SoundCloud, leave a review. Also, please check out shows on the soon-to-be-named network. We're a, uh, it's a podcasting network. We're a member. Uh, you can find it at soon-to-be-namednetwork.com. I know it's a lot to type in, but soon-to-be-namednetwork.com. It's easy to remember. It's soon-to-be-named. Um, you can check out the shows on there for all of your podcasting needs. Again, I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night. And may your God go with you.